Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. The Michael K. Show. Let's say Zach's playing well. He's rolling. And let's say Aaron Rodgers can go out there and play and can protect himself, even though he's not 100%. Who are you starting in that game? Mm. Yeah, Zach, we love you, but let's be honest. It's Aaron Rodgers. We brought him here for a reason. We got a chance to make the playoffs. I really don't want him playing his first game since week one in, in playoffs. I want I want to get him to play, have a game under his belt against New England, a good defensive team, to at least know what I have. And if I lose with Rodgers, can I really say to myself, I screwed up by starting Aaron Rodgers and a must win. So for that reason, they probably go with Rodgers. The Michael K Show on 98.7 ESPN. 401 in the big city. Don and Dan here on the K Show. Take you up until 6.30. Then a little bonus Dan until 7. Something awkward just happened, by the way. What is that? Maybe like five minutes ago. It's when always we sit- a pleasure to get a chance to talk with you guys. Best of luck to everybody. Enjoy the All birthday, right. Joe. Thanks a lot. Happy birthday. As soon as that came out of my mouth, I immediately regretted it. What, enjoy the birthday? Enjoy, like, who says enjoy the birthday? Oh, like some different. I didn't think it was a... I didn't, didn't think yeah, that but was I don't think I've all. said that to anybody, ever. So, like, in the next week or so, are you going to say to somebody, hey, enjoy the Christmas? Hey, enjoy the Hanukkah? Is no, that something like you're it. doing? It just sounds odd. I don't know. Uh, no, I like it. Because Greg would I, think it was too early to say enjoy the Christmas. Oh, Greg may not even say Merry Christmas at all to anybody. Now, the reason I have an affection for the Christmas (laughs) is because of the movie Boogie Nights. (laughs) Now, Ryan Hurley, our former program director, hopefully he's listening, and and by all accounts he is, Mm. is that we both love that scene where Don (laughs) Cheadle is in the donut shop. And he's like, he looks at the donuts. They're dressed up for Christmas. Is this for the Christmas? I don't know why it struck us as funny. So I love the I love when I love when people say the hockey, the Christmas. Well, but, apparently, it's it's awkward if you say the dr. We found that out earlier in the week. But 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 I, the fact that he said enjoy the birthday, I thought it was perfect. Well, I, I don't say, know why you feel awkward at no, all. No, it, it just sounded odd because it's not something that I generally roll with. But another bad one is the MLB when yo yo say the MLB. I never heard that. You haven't seen that. I don't care for it. People will write that. I mean, it's it's it's. Ridiculous. That's what it's Major League Baseball, not the but Major League Baseball. When I put something, when I like, it's it's usually making fun of the Ohio State. It's not. And that's not what I'm doing. I'm honoring Boogie Nights, which is just my own little private thing going on. So if you know me, you, you get it. It's 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 really not that big of a deal. The reason so, I have an affection for the Christmas. <laughs> so so then it's Anita Marks leading into the 9:30 vehicle of Dan Grassa bringing you into Nick's. Um, sons. That's so a lot that's of me, have. by the way. That so is a in, lot of me. So, so wait a minute. So while we're on the on yeah. the subject, uh, game time is brought to you by Tullamordu Irish Whiskey. So you got the Knicks and the Suns tonight. Big game right here on 9870 ESPN New York. Dan with the pregame at 930. Then you've got uh, the Ducks and the Rangers on 1050. I'll handle the pregame for that coming up at 630. 
big game for the Rangers. Is Keandre Miller going to play? Is Jimmy Vesey going to play? Rangers dropped three of their last four. And also the Bruins are in town to take on the Islanders. And that game can be streamed uh, vehicle, uh, a, a, a streaming vehicle on ESPN. How you stream your games. Game time is brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. During the big games this season, enjoy a Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blend in, triple cast matured Irish Whiskey. Be sure and remember, when it's game time, it's Tully time. Please enjoy responsibly. Now, last night, I, I didn't look it up. You probably know because you're sick this way. I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't think there's ever been a team in the history of the NFL mm-hmm. to get shut out and the next week score more than 60 points. And I will say, and I'll double down, I know it didn't happen from Sunday to Thursday. How does that happen last night? How? Because the Chargers are a disaster. That's No, right. that's, that's beyond disaster. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, everyone got fired. Almost everybody. immediately. I mean, when I talk everybody, general manager, head coach, like running backs, like they let everybody go. So now the question is, what direction do they go into? Because, Dan, this is a very talented football team. You had, a, you had a great thought. We were talking off the air that I don't want to steal from you, so mm-hmm. why don't you say it yourself? Well, I mean, the char- like I, I've called the Chargers the biggest underachievers, the biggest frauds from sea to shining sea, and right. they have been for a good number of years because the talent base is always there with this franchise. And this year, like, they've got three guys on offense, three guys on defense that I would go to war with any day of the week against any team in the NFL. Just give me those six right. guys, and I'll build a team around. Like Herbert, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler on offense. Defensively, you got Bosa, you got Khalil Mack, and you got Derwin James in that secondary at safety. Like, give me those six guys. I will take my chances with them through a 17-game season. Now, Elias came through, thanks to uh, Anthony to um, text this to me. It's the second most points in NFL history by a team that was shut out the previous game. They're one shy of tying most such points set by the 1934 Eagles against the Cincinnati Reds. Eagles won that game 64 to nothing. But here's where I know they weren't playing Thursday night football in 1934. So uh, it's it, it's still incredible. And, and it was Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, you know, it, you got it's and, 49 and about, nothing at the half, Dan. And they're calling wide receiver options, gadget plays to run up the score. See, like normally, like that's the thing. And we were talking about this before. Maybe Spanos, who owns the Chargers, maybe he was just looking to see what the post-game handshake was like because the score ready at that point was what forty-two to nothing, and he got Antonio Pierce and the Raiders doing the gadget plays, running up the score even further. Right. Normally, a head coach is going to say something to the other guy when they shake hands, like, "Hey, man, what's that about? Hey, man, why'd you go there? Why'd you do that?" No, he just like took it, said, "Thank you, sir, for kicking our rear ends," and then just walked off the field into unemployment. You can't do that. Yep. And by the way, congratulations to um. Aiden O'Connell, by the way. Well, I'm just having a great night. No, because I think he's the first alum of Teen Mom to win a game as a starting oh, quarterback see, in the NFL. You, you, you weren't sure you were going to go there. I went I there. I love the fact that you went there. Well, did you ever see the headshot of Aiden? That's what he looks like. Yeah. He looks like he came right off that show. It's not a great look. No, it's not. The it's 63 not at all. points are the most scored by a team in a primetime game since the 1970 merger, surpassing the 62 point effort by the Saints against the Colts. On October 23rd, 2011. Now, here's the good news, bad news scenario. You hear those reports that Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick are going to part ways at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense for the Chargers to go after Belichick. And Belichick, would it would make sense for him to want to take the job. As you said, it's a talented team. 
He wants to pass Shula. There, and I, I think that could be a nice landing spot for Bill, who I think still wants to coach. But the bad news is they also fired their general manager, so you would end up giving Bill all the power. So you'd get one of the greatest coaches of all time, but I think a very average GM. Right. Like, so would it be good or bad if you are the Chargers, would you give Bill the coaching job and give him the general manager's job because that might be the only way he accepts the position? Would you be you – know, you obviously be in better shape than you were, which is miserable under Staley, but would you do it? If you're Spano, would you would you give him all the power to get him to coach your talented team, or would you say, you know what, I'm going to go hardball, go in a different direction because Bill has not shown the ability to be a great general manager? Well, let's face it, though. Nowadays in the NFL, I don't care what coach you're getting, if he's worth a damn and if he has, let's say, clout – He's going to pick his own players. Whether he has the general manager or the executive VP True. title, he's going to have that say anywhere. He's going to have a significant say in picking players. So that, to me, is a formality. And Harbaugh, I think, fits into that category because Harbaugh is not going to make the leap back to the NFL without getting those type of assurances. So you want to go Harbaugh, you want to go Bill, be my guest. And I think you hit it right on the head because post-Tom Brady in New England, one of the reasons why they've fallen to the bottom of the NFL is because Bill Belichick, the GM, has let down Bill Belichick, the head coach. I yeah, I wonder if Bill would... Now, obviously, he would take the power. He'd rather have it than not. But let's say that there was a capable GM there in the Chargers. I agree with you that any great head coach is going to have a major say on talent, but at least have a buffer there. Well, is he going to maybe hire guys that he, that worked for him or with him in the past and give that person the GM title, even though Bill's going to have possible, ultimately the final say? It's possible, but that's not a buffer say. then. It's, just, it's a yes man. I, I just, well, it's a yes man, but somebody maybe who they're aligned in the same I thought so. process, which is, well, which is fine. I mean, like, you know, if you know somebody well enough, it takes some of the pressure off of you and maybe some of the work off your plate to where we see things eye to eye evaluating players, yeah. so let's just team up and try to build a winner. But somebody, there are certain games, especially late in the season, where somebody's got to go. So I was not shocked by that announcement. No, and I think it was a no-brain. What I was surprised about is, who do they name the interim coach? Giff Smith? Is it Giff Mm. or Jiff? Have we confirmed that yet, Anthony? He was the linebacker's coach? Jiff, like the social media platform? I don't believe we've confirmed Giff or Jiff. The Giff? The GIF, get like why not make Kellen Moore the interim head coach for three games? Like Kellen Moore's a you know a, a hot commodity. Remember San Diego, I, San Diego. The Chargers moved heaven and earth to bring him over from the Cowboys. Didn't he have? Didn't Kellen Moore get the assistant head coach title mm-hmm. with the Chargers? Right. Well, if you fire the head coach, don't you just elevate the assistant head Unless coach? Unless he Isn't just didn't want it. Yeah, but see, I would think that would be a chance for him to, you know, even for this ownership, show that at least for three weeks, maybe he's got a handle on this club, and then when you're looking maybe, for a new head coach, either he, he does it, or maybe he just figures like, listen, I, I don't, I don't want my, I don't want my abilities to be judged over the next four weeks with this team. But they're not going to do that when you got Easton Stick as your quarterback because Justin Herbert's I, down but, for the count. I think I just look more at the all-encompassing. Right, like you can, you can't. We we had this conversation with the Jets, Dan. You can't always just throw out look who their quarterback is. I mean, that, that's no excuse giving up forty nine points in the first half. It might be your excuse why you got shut out in the first half, but not the fact that you gave up forty nine points and then sixty three overall. There's tons of problems there. There's a corrosion that right now might not be fixable this season. And maybe he looks at it and goes, listen, I'll take a fresh start next year, but I don't want to sit there and be judged this last month of the season with this team that is clearly given up. You know I don't what? know. It's you, interesting. You know why stats don't tell the whole story? Another example in that Chargers game last night. If I would have told you before the game kicked off, Don, 
Easton Stick last night, 23 of 32, 257 yards, no. three tutties, and an INT. Quarterback rating 113.7. You would say, boy, Chargers got a shot. I, I, I got to be honest with you, Dan. Tutties is way more awkward than enjoy the birthday. You don't know that one? That was the like the, the Tom Brady made that famous with, with Gronk. You don't remember that? It was caught on camera, the NFL don't, films anything thing. Anything involving Gronk is awkward. It was more making light of them, but sorry you Anthony, feel that yeah, way. That was more awkward than the birthday. Anthony, should I show myself out? What do you think? I think you should stay. Um, Get a jump on the traffic? And I have heard it. Start you the can't. You got to do six. You got to 6.30 to 7. I'll be you home, by, make six, it home, I'll be home by 6.30 to 7. <laughs> I don't, I don't no, want to do, go I'll anywhere. do it from the car. I'll do I it on the phone. I just find it interesting that you, you, you beat yourself up over enjoy the birthday, which has been said a billion times and nobody batted an eye, but you said tutties. Yeah, the tutties, I think, though. I, I don't think like that's tutties. been said enough in the last couple of years. Thank you, sir, for kicking our rear ends. I don't control how you talk football with your wife or your neighbors or uh, I don't talk football with my neighbors. <laughs> but uh, you know he's not lying. It's true. But when you're talking to me, I don't want to hear tutties. Wow. All right. And, I, fine. and I, I'm going to speak for Anthony and Harvey. They don't want to hear it either. No, Anthony. See, Anthony and Harvey. I think they're up with the terminology. <laughs> they're up with the lingo. Oh, they might be up with it. I don't think they're on board. Is this a poll situation, no. Anthony? Like once in a... I know, I know yeah. poop exists. I don't want to step and sit in it. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, some some establishments, they they call that a delicacy. <laughs> not not <laughs> any ones that I, that I frequent. Uh, Kevin in, in Monticello, you're on ESPN New York. How are you, Kevin? How you doing, guys? What's up, Kev? I was wondering, you think, you think it would be a good idea to get just to do the hurry-up offense more often than not? That he keeps uh, Wilson's brain blank. This way, he's not thinking so much. Greg Bottle like says it. that every single week. Love it every Love single it. week. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why it's not done. It, it creates a, more than anything else of keeping his head empty. It just creates a rhythm, and it, it keeps you more on point. See, I think the better conversation, Dan. And I alluded to this in the first hour. How do they play it? Because. When you look at the way they've handled Zach, the more meaningful the game, the more they try to dial it down so he doesn't screw it up. Right. But I think the reason why he was so good last week because the game didn't seem to matter. Go have fun, kid. And you've seen it all year. Down two touchdowns against New England. All of a sudden, it's a one-touchdown game because he, we're not coming back and winning this game. Down 17 nothing against the Chiefs. and We're not winning this game. All of a sudden, we're not winning this game after Aaron Rodgers gets hurt four plays in. That's when he's free. Like so, if you really want to get the best out of him, don't you have to go in and play the exact same game plan you did against Houston? Yeah. Throw caution to the wind, have fun. Hey, you throw a pick six. So what? We got the defense that'll make up for it. Don't worry about making mistakes. Just be you. You know the other thing that could factor into this we haven't talked about it is the weather potentially for this game on Sunday that they're well, saying weekend, in Miami. So it's got to rain. Well, right, somewhere it's raining. Buddy of mine texted me from Florida earlier today, and he said next two days it's supposed to be just downpours. And Sunday is still up in the air. It might rain in the morning, could be done by game time. But it's funny, if it does rain, which is nothing new for the Jets because it seems like every game they play in is in the rain, but it would almost be a reverse mud bowl situation because the Jets are the team that would benefit because Miami is the one with more team speed. Yeah, fast track. And, and really, you, you might get into a situation where, yeah, I think Hill might be able to play, but do I want to play him under these conditions? Exactly. It's raining! Dear God! 
That was me at Jets camp one year. It was raining, and everybody huddled together as if acid was falling from the sky. And I said, you know what? It's 100 degrees outside. I, every day I stand underwater, shower, and prepare. I'm going to go outside and, and get wet. Now, when you say acid, you mean like acid rain, not acid the drug? Yeah, because you don't worry about acid falling on you if it's the drug. Well, that's what so I mean. I that's talking what, about the rain. Well, that, I'm just trying to clarify I, for I, people. Why, but why? We did have a little bit of a sprinkle, which actually was pretty welcome. Let's go to Larry in West Orange. You're on ESPN New York. How are you, Larry? Hey, guys. Um, I just want, Don, I think you're a great announcer uh, on hockey and everything, but I I was calling because I don't listen to a lot of Jet games. On Black Friday, I have to listen to Dan's call of the game between the Jets and Miami. And I'm going to tell you, that was one of the greatest calls I've ever heard. You handled the fail Mary correctly and just your whole attitude in the game and the way you presented it was just great. I listen to a lot of radio. I'm, a, I'm 64. I love listening to games on radio. I just wanted to say I really enjoyed what you did that day. I didn't have the call of the game, Larry, but I appreciate the kind words that nonetheless. Was Bob was was it, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you did the games with, the, with, the, with Greg. Yeah, do the before and the after, not the during the game. Oh. Who does the game with Craig? Well, Bob Oshusen does it with Marty Lines. It's two separate people. Larry, thanks for calling. Let us know when uh, you're back on Planet uh, Earth. Uh, no, but it, it, listen, Bob did do a great job. Bob Oshusen and Marty Lines have the call. Dan Grassa and Greg Buttle do the pre, the post, and the halftime show. Right. So it, it's, a, it's a different pair of people. Now, Dan has done an outstanding job doing play-by-play, filling in for Bob on occasion, but he was not filling in on that day. No, not not that day. No, I wasn't. And there's a lot of people that could substantiate that fact, too. Yes, including Bob. Yes. Now, Griffin in Connecticut, he joins the show. Hi, Griff. How are you? Hi, how are you? Good. Hi, Griff. Now, last we left Griff, we were trying to get him a woman, but it's football Friday. We'll shelve that for next week. Was this like yesterday? Yes. Trying to, well, where do things stand on that? I'm curious. Well, there's a lot of, we just want, we, we just want Griff to find love. Is that okay, Griff, if we do that for you? Well, is that Griff's oh. intentions? I would think it's your intention at some point to fall in love with somebody and get married and have a family, right? Yeah. Want... Okay. Right. We don't want this to be like a peer pressure situation. Yeah, no, I don't I change know. everything. But, 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 but it's football Friday. It's, it's the holiest of yeah. people. We're going we're gonna to save that for Well, and for his team week. is playing the Giants this week. That's right. Where do you, yeah, where I... do you stand on this? Is it a winnable game I... for the Giants? Are you confident the Saints will get to 500? I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't sit there and be confident anymore. I, I. I have. I have lost the ability to be confident because I have lost the ability to not understand what day of an offense I am going to get. They can't find days to get in the red zone, and then some days they know how to get in the red zone. They back themselves up with stupid penalties. They turn over the football. I don't know what they do. They. They look lost offensively. They're arguing. You got offensive linemen arguing with quarterbacks and saying everything's all good in this. At this point, I'd rather clean house and start over it because this is a talented roster, I feel like, offensively, and we're lost offensively. We're lost. Your quarterback's banged up. And I don't know how great he is to begin with. So you you're, you're not confident. You know what's well, odd about that too? Like, remember that was an option once upon a time, like for the Jets. And there's no saying that he would have stayed healthy or not. You know, been in the lineup, out of the lineup, whatever. Like it's been this year, a revolving door. But would the Jets be that much better off 
with Derek Carr this year than they would be with the four guys who have been the quarterback? Yes, they would have been better off. No, but like, but, but what we talk about the Jets is like a championship team. No, but like you said, they would have won the, the two Falcon more games game. or whatever. Yeah, and 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 two more games as you as you what seven and six and in control of your own destiny to make the playoffs. But I, I'm with you. I don't know if. You know, you're sitting, oh, I'd have him for the next four years, but would you be any closer to a Super Bowl than you would be next year with Aaron Rodgers? No. Probably not. So, I mean, in a weird way, it's almost like you have but, to look at the long-term picture of this. And also, um, I got a tweet from somebody mm-hmm. when we were talking about, really, the, the only regrettable game the Giants have mm-hmm. is the Jet game. But I want you to get your thoughts on this. Yeah. I'm looking for the tweet. The the Buffalo game. The Buffalo game. Yeah, but basically, I just want to give credit to the person that, that sent it out, was uh, Joe in Clark. Come on, Don. Giants should have beat the Bills. Okay. But at the end of the day, it's a loss to the Bills in Buffalo. Right? So, yeah, they they could have won the game. And you know we don't know if they didn't botch the end of the second quarter, whether the second half would have played out exactly the way it played out. But then, the- yes, that was a winnable game that did slip through their fingers. But at the end of the day, it's a loss in Buffalo to the Bills. You know, now you look at and, and it's a, it's a team that likely is going to go to the playoffs, and who knows win the division. The loss to to the Chargers for the Jets. You know, look at how that aged. The Chargers just blew up their entire organization and may not win another game the rest of the year. Probably won't. You know, the loss to the Falcons, it was a miserable loss. The loss to the Patriots that the Patriots might end up winning only you know four games all year long or three. So. That's why I don't – maybe you disagree. I, I don't hold it at the same standard to the regrets the Jets No, have. I hear what you're saying. I, I hear what you're saying with, the, with that giant Buffalo game. Remember, the officiating on those last couple of plays, too, in the fourth quarter, they could have been penalties on Buffalo. Like, we get that. Um, I'm a big believer, though, that they even out. Because remember, the, the game the Giants won against the Patriots, it was almost like the reverse of the Jets game. Remember, the Patriots missed the chippy field goal. At the end of the game. And in the Giant-Jet game, it was the Giants. Graham Gano missed the kick. Right. They probably would have put that game away. So that's why you play 17 of these things. You yeah. add them all up at the end, and it should kind of fall the way it's but supposed the, to. But the Jets just feel like getting back to Iris' point. If yeah. you just had serviceable quarterback play, there, there could be two or three more wins for this team. And now we're talking about legitimately making the playoffs. with, with After losing Aaron Rodgers, which would, was an incredible blow to this team. To, to reflect back on what could be a 7-10 and 10 season and say, God, I think we should have made the playoffs. Where if the Giants finish 7-10, and 10, I don't think anybody's going to look back at it and go, oh my God, we should have made the playoffs. They're going to look back and go, wow, I can't believe we finished with seven wins the way this season looked early in the year. So I think that's the difference between the two teams. Let's go to JJ in North Carolina. You're on ESPN New York. How are you, JJ? Always a pleasure. Good, good, boys. How are we doing? Good. Uh, I wanted to talk about, um, I, I called a few weeks ago when I uh, mentioned I was doing the uh, pick segment like you guys are doing with my buddies and my dads and stuff, or <laughs> our, our dads. Um, uh, my record now is, let's see, 25-16-1. Uh, and, and I wanted to say, because Peter always, they you, you and mostly mostly Michael, they always give Pete, you always give Peter like kind of a hard time for how he approaches it with his strategy. I kind of I kind of do it the same way where I don't really look at things and stats and stuff like that. I kind of just like look at the slate, you know, take it in. What do I know? How do I feel? And just kind of go off a hunch and then 
play it from that. Well, based it's as on good as any. So. I, I think sometimes we get swallowed up by the numbers, well, JJ. Sometimes I believe in any walk of life, the gut's <laughs> probably going to do a better job than if you overthink it. Remember, yeah, um, remember that classic. Remember the classic episode of uh, what's happening when uh, Dwayne went on that heater, picking all those winners each week, and then at the end of the episode, he disclosed the, the science behind it, and it was which helmets he liked better. <laughs> oh, it's it's always it, it, that's why you know the, the the person who never watches football in the office pool wins because they say, well, a giant should be able to squash a falcon. You know, listen, it, when you're talking about I'm not picking winners. But when you're talking about picking against the spread, like Joe said, you mean turnovers are such a big thing in this league. And Huge. you might be able to put some science behind interceptions because of the pressure you put on the quarterback. And I thought that was an excellent point that he made about the Cincinnati game on how Minnesota can get after the young quarterback and force him into mistakes. Fumbles. How are you supposed to predict fumbles? You can't. How are you supposed to pick predict not only will somebody drop a football, but which way it's going to bounce once it's dropped? And how many games are really decided by those turnovers? Most, if not all of them. And that's the thing you can't predict most of the time. So have at it, JJ. I don't know why it was my concern. But you know what? 1-800-919-3776. It's always fun to hear from people. I just wanted to get a What's Happening reference in there. What other show are you getting that on today? Seriously. None. None. Zero. None. Huh? I want to hear. Because it was brought up, and we got requests on social media. Mm-hmm. I want to hear a Dan Jet play-by-play when we come back. Live? Like, you so, want me to recreate no, it or no, something? No, 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 what, no. What, what, what are we? Like, no. during the COVID times, like we're doing it off of TV. No. So we've got a specific request from somebody on uh, on the uh, Twitter. Who's, Andy, mm-hmm. can we hear Dan's call of Wilson's touchdown against the Jaguars? We're going to hear that when we come back. Take more of your calls at 1-800-919-3776. Having some fun on a football Friday on Yes in ESPN New York. Jack Daniels has always made great whiskey, and they always will. One thing Jack can't make more of, moments. Those are on us to create. New York football fans, we only get one shot at this thing called life, so let's make sure we're making the most of every moment. Jack Daniels is giving you and your friends the chance to have the ultimate tailgate experience during the NFL playoffs with me, Peter Rosenberg. Visit jacksultimatetailgateexperience.com to enter. Jack Daniels, make it count. Jack Daniels and old number seven registered trademarks. Please drink responsibly. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Michael K. Show Podcast. Listen live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. To Football Friday with the Michael K. Show. Presented by Nissan and Bet365. So four receivers for the Jets on third and five from their own 48. Mims goes in motion. Wilson in the shotgun. You got Michael Carter as the lone setback. Wilson takes the snap. Jaguars come with a blitz. Here they come. Wilson eludes the rush. He's going to take off. He's got plenty of running room, and he's going to scamper for a big game. 30, 25, still inbounds at the 20, makes a miss at the 10. He could go. Wilson dives. Touchdown. Touchdown, New York Jets. Zach Wilson on a 55-yard scamper, breaking tackles, staying in bounds, and just like that, the J-E-T-S are on the board. Now that is Dan Grasa, not Bob Wischusen. That's only. a touchdown call. Great job by Dan. Football Fridays on 98.7 ESPN New York brought to you by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Now, I got something to ask you, Dan. Sure. I saw this on the Twitter. <laughs> is that is that affiliated with the birthday? Yes. And, and the Christmas? The, and the Christmas. <laughs> I just want to get your immediate reaction to this, because I had a reaction. What about a delayed reaction? Buster only earlier today tweeted this out. Mm-hmm. The Rangers projected rotation for April as of now. Mm-hmm. One, uh, Evaldi. Two, Gray. Mm-hmm. Three, Haney. Four, Dunning. Mm-hmm. IL to start the year. Future Hall of Famer Jacob DeGrom. Future Hall of Famer Max Scherzer. Buster Olney, who I have all the respect in the world. Yeah. Is Jacob DeGrom a future Hall of Famer? No. Come on, Buster. Come back to me. Not yet. Now, oh, wait a minute. He's got two Cy Young Awards. Wait a minute. There was a two- or three-year span where he was the best pitcher in baseball. Yeah. Take a look at Tim Lincecum. Tim Lincecum has two Cy Youngs. So does Blake Tim Snell. Lincecum had a few game, a few years where he was untouchable. And oh, by the way, through two no-hitters, he's not going to the Hall of Fame unless he buys a ticket. You know why? Because he only had 1,600 innings. DeGrom's only got 1,300 innings. Now, can DeGrom change that narrative? He's 34 years old. I mean, he can come back and pitch another 1,000 innings, another couple of Cy Youngs. It's definitely a work in progress, Dan. But you're telling me right now if he decided to retire, he's going to the Hall of Fame? He's not. No. And and another difference between those two is how many World Series does Tim Lincecum have? Championships, right? During during his span, right? Three. Mm Mm-hmm. Two no-hitters. I know technically you know, Youngs. DeGrom has a ring, but he didn't do anything to help them get the ring well, this right. year. Right, and he pitched in a World Series in 2015 and pitched well. He pitched very well in the postseason. Right. But I'm just saying, if Tim Lincecum's not going to the Hall of Fame, Jacob DeGrom certainly is not. No, and the standards are going to diminish in terms of the workload and the resume and what you're going to need just because the way they handle pitchers nowadays. It's different than, the, like, there's never going to be another 300-game winner. Never. So you're going to have to look at the standards, and maybe like 150 wins is going to be good enough to get you into the Hall of Fame if you dominate over a period of time, but 
No, Jake still has some work to do. Now, if he has, let's say, three, four more outstanding Cy Young caliber years, then maybe yeah, there's going to be a discussion. Yeah. Of course, that changes the narrative completely, but I was just surprised that Buster went there. And obviously, it's a football Friday, and we'll, we'll talk to Buster at some point. I would think, especially if the Yamamoto stuff begins to heat up and, and he decides to be a Yankee or a Met, we'll wait and see. But I, I just saw that, and I know you know Dan, like myself, is a Met fan, and we loved Degrom, and we experienced just how brilliant he was for like a two-year span. He was untouchable, but he couldn't finish those seasons because of uh, injury, and that's part of it, you know. And and and, and never to to Dan's point about how things have changed for starting pitchers. The fact that he only has 84 wins is not the reason I'm saying that. Because it's not about wins. How many times did they lose, you know, 2 to 1 and the one run they scored was on a, a RBI double from DeGrom. So it's not about the wins, it's just a, you just didn't do it long enough. Well, the other thing with Jake too and, and and kind of the battle that anybody in his situation would be facing when you have that type of a discussion is that Jake is somebody that you would probably refer to as like a late bloomer. Right, because he didn't make his debut in the big leagues. Right. He was twenty six. Twenty six. Like we right. talk about, you know, like think about like Doc Gooden came up as a teenager, and some of these other guys that you know, pups. He was twenty six years old already. Right. He he, you know, hit free agency when he was already what's the thing? What thirty two? Or I mean, he got the one extension from the Mets, but yeah, most guys are already free by now. Well, that's what I'm saying. Never mind the fact that that um, you know he's injured. Injured. Even if he was healthy, you're talking about a guy. He's the same age as as Clayton Kershaw. Right, but he made his debut way later, as you said, than Kershaw. That's why you don't th- you think of Degrom being so much younger. He's not. He just hasn't pitched as much as Kershaw because Kershaw came up right out, you know, uh, very er- early in his career. I guess he made his debut like twenty three, as opposed to Degrom's twenty six. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Danny Long Island, you're on ESPN New York. How are you, buddy? Good afternoon, Don. First of all, I just want to thank you for your work on that uh, Lake Placid 80 gold medal game. That was great work by you, and uh, we'll live forever. And yeah, I was really yeah, nervous. I didn't know funny. if do, do you believe in miracles would work. Here we go. Yeah. And that Ken Dan, Dryden Dan, stepped all over my call. Right. And, Dan, your call on the 69 moon landing will live in, will live forever. I mean, really, you, you nailed it on that. It was a seminal but, uh, moment, Dan. Seminal yes, moment. the whole world was watching, I, yes. and you came through. I feel bad because I think that guy genuinely felt bad that he made that mistake. But it's well, right. I was listening, and I'm thinking as this was going on, because you, you let him, I mean, you literally let him tie the rope around his neck. He went off for about a minute and a half. And I thought, am I going crazy? But I don't think that he does the play-by-play. But anyway, getting on to more serious, a little less serious matters, actually. You know, Dan nailed it. There's 13 teams that are either 7-6 and six or 6-7. Six and seven. Every single game this weekend, except of the vomit that went on last night, actually has one or two teams competing for a playoff spot. Playoff implications in almost every game, week 15, the National Football League must be beside themselves because everybody, they got what they want. You got three, four teams that I'd say are elite. You got one that we think is okay, two that are horrible, and then everybody else is just in the middle. Just just treading water. You never know what you're going to get. Before you're going to put any of your hard-earned money on any of these teams, think about this. You could get the Raiders look like poop. The Raiders will put 63 up. Every every game is, is, is just absolutely a mystery as to what's going to happen. So if I'm going to, if I'm going to, I'll stick with like the 49ers because, you know, what? Whether they, whether they can cover 12 or not, are, are they going to lose to that team? Are they going to show up? Of course they are. Stick with the, the elite teams. And decide whether you think the point spread is appropriate. But if you're saying, "Well, I think Gardner Minshew is going to throw for," really, we have the, the opening game tomorrow is two 
rookie backup quarterbacks. Who would right? And then the, the one, the, the three thirty game is the Steelers. Uh, Indy two uh, veteran backup quarterbacks. Now it's just you don't know. You don't even know what wow. you're getting with the quarterback play. So it's it's incredible. It should be an exciting week weekend. I mean. This is what we want. We want games that count. Well, you got it. Every one of them counts, and we'll yeah, enjoy and, them all. And, and you know, and we can throw bouquets at the NFL if you'd like about the parity and all that. But by adding that seventh uh, playoff team, that third wild card, mm-hmm. you know, open the door for this because that means that fourteen of the thirty-two teams make the playoffs. I mean, we used to laugh at the NHL and the NBA, where like half the teams go to the playoffs. That's almost the case now in the NFL. So. When you've got the seven seeds that are all like around 500 usually that are making the playoffs, then that means teams under 500 are still going to be alive in December. You know, things would be a lot different if it was the old days, Dan, where it was just one wild card team or even two. I mean, and now you throw into the fact that usually you'd always have one bad division. Like every sport's got one bad division, right? We got two. Both Souths stink. Yeah, not good. And they've got to produce a division champion. And because of the, because of that seven seed, they're still got teams that are mathematically alive in those divisions that may not win them. So I get that it's fun, it's exciting, but you keep expanding the playoffs. Of course, it's going to be. NFC That's the West whole purpose is, of it. NFC West isn't anything to write home about either. The Niners are the only team with a winning record in the whole division. And yeah, they, they I, might I be guess the best it bounces out because it's the best team in football. Right. I mean, really, what 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 great shakes is the AFC West? When you think about it, the Raiders aren't that great. Denver's okay, not great. I mean, there's still a possibility, depending on how it shakes out, that the Chiefs might be the only team not above good. 500 at the end of the year in that division. I'm trying to think. Last year, do you remember, because um, we were talking about the Saturday games, it was a Saturday, yeah, it was a Saturday, right around the same time, as a matter of fact. Um, last year was the 17th of December. Remember that wild Colts-Vikings game? Where the Vikings made that crazy comeback, oh, yeah, yeah. They were, and it went into overtime. They were trailing thirty-six to seven oh, late that, in the third yeah. quarter. That was a Saturday. I saw that in the press room in Philly. Yeah, it was a Saturday. I had a Ranger Flyer game in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, it was right around this time. Why maybe a week later? Maybe I don't remember now. Yeah, but but still, it was it was um yeah. It, it, you get the, the you get the craziness. And but, all the games tomorrow, they have playoff implications, right? Well, for for basically everybody. Well, think about how lucky they got it. I, I wouldn't say over, they're overly sexy tomorrow, but every team that's playing tomorrow is above five hundred. So, now remember, they had five originally. Like when the schedule came out back in the spring, they they picked five games in this week, and three of those five would be moved to the Saturday window. So they chose these three games, but they did this at least like three, four weeks ago. So there was still a little bit of a leap of faith element to it, and it just yeah. so happened to work out. Well, who knows what Denver was going to be when they made the decision? Who knew what Indianapolis was going to be when they made the decision? Uh, they probably thought they'd have better qu- better quarterbacks available for Minnesota when they made the decision, but... Uh, and Cincinnati. I mean, and Cincinnati, the time, too. Burrow I don't think they were the expecting to get uh, the quarterback that they have. Yeah, that's, So, wait yeah. a sec. Four of the six teams playing tomorrow all are backup quarterbacks, right? Russell Wilson and Jared Goff are the only two. The Denver-Detroit game have the starting quarterbacks. Crazy, right? I mean, that's and that's this league. I mean, th- you think back when the Giants won the Super Bowl in 1990. They lost Phil Simms. You had Jeff Hostetler as the quarterback. He had been the backup quarterback forever there. Right. Yeah, and then you had Jeff Rutledge as the third string, right? Back in '86, 
Like because I guess uh, um, Bat Kavanaugh was the third string quarterback in ninety. Mm-hmm. So Hostetler played. You go back to '86. Phil Sims, Jeff Hostetler, Jeff Rutledge as your quarterbacks. I mean, that wouldn't happen today. Nope. Hostetler would be a starter somewhere. Rutledge would be a starter somewhere like that. When they started putting the salary cap in, that really started to value the backup and the third string quarterbacks. Now some teams don't even dress a third string quarterback. Um, and 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 with the injuries, you go from Cincinnati that can compete for a Super Bowl to having like a nobody as a backup. And, and and I understand some of the Jet fans like why weren't we ripping Cincinnati for not having a serviceable backup when Burrow had a history of getting hurt injured? Well, the reason is we didn't complain about because we don't do a show in Cincinnati. <laughs> but they could still. But I'm sure people in Cincinnati were complaining the same way Jet fans were complaining. Well, we didn't think Aaron Rodgers would get hurt. But could Cincinnati say we didn't think Joe, Joe Burrow would get hurt? He'd got hurt before. Crazy. You see this thing that's uh, making the rounds on the uh, the. Well, we'll talk. You know, we'll talk about it when we come back. Yeah, that's see that see be the anti Peter one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Plenty left to do. Don and Dan on the K Show on Yes and ninety eight seventy ESPN New York. Hey Dan, there's a lot going on this weekend. There if, is indeed. If I were to want to bet on it. Mm-hmm. Sports-wise, where would I go? Well, tomorrow it's supposed to be really nice, which is a little bit of an anomaly. But, Anthony, the weather is going to get colder, right? That's right. And as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers are going to stay red hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Now, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. Trust me, there is a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Grasa, G-R-A-C-A, and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. You've got to be 21 and over and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. And for help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Michael K. Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. It's a football Friday with the Michael K Show, presented by Nissan and Bet365. 
Dan and Don with you till 6.30. Then Dan is going to bridge 6.30 to 7 because I've got to dart out at 6.30 to do Rangers-Ducks, the pregame there. No Keandre Miller again for personal reasons. So Jonathan Quick's going to be between the pipes for the Rangers, so that's interesting. Igor likely will go tomorrow against Boston, so that's what's happening there. Nick's on our air against the Suns. Big game, 9.30 pre with Dan Gross on 98.7 following Anita Mark, so there's a lot going on. Islanders are playing, but it's a football Friday. Big games for the Jets and the Giants this weekend. 1-800-919-3776. Always a pleasure to welcome in Richard in Manhattan. You're on ESPN New York. How are you, Richard? Hi, Don. Hi, Dave. Listen, King Cohen, is that a takeoff on the old King Cullen supermarket? <laughs> I don't Where did they get so. King Cohen? Well, because I... I, I, I the I only guess thing can... I'm thinking of is King Cullen. Yeah, but I don't know why that remember... would matter. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I remember the commercial, oh, okay. sure. I, remember, I do remember it, but you know, I, I don't. I just think King Cohen, Rich. Okay. I, I okay. don't think they put a lot All right. of thought into it. Last night, something happened you can't believe. I can't believe. 175 players took the basketball court in the NBA last night. Do you know who played the most minutes? The one who was the most tired. Uh, I know. The who guy who, who the NBA calls the laziest, you know, uh, guy, guy that never comes, you know, plays full time. James Harden. James Harden. And not only did he wow. play 43 minutes, not only did he play 43 minutes, he had four blocked shots. What NBA 36-year-old guard gets four blocked shots? All right, fellas, one pet peeve I've had. The 85 Bears and the 86 Mets are two glorified teams so overrated. Each team only won and only went to one championship game. I don't know why people think these teams were so great. The Bears' defense was great. That was it. But I don't know why they are so good. You can't begrudge how good they were in 85. And and also, Richard, think about this for the Bears. They went fifteen and one, followed it up in eighty six with a fourteen and two season. Right, knocked and out got in beat the by the Redskins. Right so like how many teams in a two year span lost just three games? I mean, think think about that. They went twenty nine and three in two regular season games. Two regular seasons, but and to be you're fair, right. Rich, if that Mets team had the luxury of the wild card in the 80s, they might have had more championships, All or right. at least another World Series trip. Now, fellas, explain this to me. The New York football giants have been the New York football giants only 66 years. The New York baseball giants left in 1957. Meanwhile, the baseball St. Louis Cardinals have only been the St. Louis baseball Cardinals for 30 years because the football Cardinals left 30 years ago. But we never say the baseball St. Louis Cardinals. Why is that? What in the name of Neil Lomax is that all about? Well, I, I don't think they cared. I, I just it's something the Giants decided to do. I you don't... took the call. This is on you. No, this is Richard. You. This is on Richard. This is we know, you know what we're getting. No, but you we know, know what, what we're getting with Richard. You know what Richard's like? He's almost like the host of Jeopardy. He's just throwing these like tidbits and these questions out there, but he's not giving the person time to even respond to it. Basically, no, we're, he's we're, just we're, like we're rapid just fire. We're just a vessel. You know, it doesn't matter. We don't matter when Richard calls. Don't they have outlets for that? Like people could pick up the phone, dial a number, and have somebody on the other yeah. end of the line. That That's could, just rude. That you could just you, you could pay to not yeah. even have a full conversation with, but to talk Runaways. to runaways. One eight hundred. Keep dialing nine. <laughs> you get off the bus from Texas. You're walking around Times Square. You dial that number. It's the same number. <laughs> 
I'm up here from Texas. Y'all right. know where I could get someone on the other end of the line to talk to, meet something, a little but tender love and care. There's That's Richard. That's Richard for you. Oh. Uh, he's right. I mean, listen, the Bears and the Mets should have won more championships. But to say the 85 Bears were overrated, the 86 no. Mets were overrated, no. They were – the thing with the 86 Mets, both of these teams were extremely dominant teams. The thing with the 86 Mets is it's almost like if you weren't around, all you know of is that they had those white knucklers and the road to the championship and the playoffs was a lot more difficult probably yeah. than it should have been given their regular season dominance when they won 108 games. The 85 Bears, they kick butt during the regular season. They kick butt during the playoffs. And yeah. the thing that also gets glanced over with the 85 Bears because the defense, the defense is what's celebrated. Let's not forget, Don, they had one of the greatest offensive players of all time in Walter Payton. True, you know, and yet, and yet he didn't get a chance to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Refrigerator Perry did, so that was a bad job. Mm. Uh, but by Ditka, but they, but and, and think about it. I, I wonder because I'd have to see what the eighty four, the 49 ers were because they were fifteen and one in eighty four. Eighty five, they the, were a wild card team because they played the Giants right, on yeah, the they, road. Yeah, but, yeah they're but yeah, so the record couldn't have been all that impressive. They had to settle for a wild card, didn't win the division. But the point is, is that they were twenty nine and three for two years. Yeah. But they got they got upset by the Redskins in the divisional round because the Giants had a buy, the Bears had a buy. So everybody was figuring it was going to be Bears Giants in the championship game. Didn't happen. Giants ended up playing the Redskins, won a miracle run, and then you never heard from the Bears again. Right? They were a playoff team in ninety. They got bounced out early. Like so, it's weird. Like the eighty six Mets won hundred games in eighty eight. They were right down to the wire in '87. If there were wild card teams, the Giants would have went to the play- the Mets would have went to the playoffs in '87. They went in '88. They would have gone in '89, '90. They then they maybe would have squeezed out a couple of more championships. But yeah, only four teams went to the playoffs back then, and uh, it was unfortunate. We got lots to do, Dan. Lots. We got another hour and a half. We've got your calls at one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We should have a point god today because we did the picks yesterday at five forty five. So we're looking forward to that. But Jets, Giants, alive. Maybe not well, but they're alive. The season is not over. Big games come up this weekend. We'll talk about it. It's Don, it's Dan, it's the K Show, and it's right here on Yes in 98.7 ESPN New York. Don, I'm in pain. Now, friends, go see Dr. Jay Shaw. He's a double board certified Ivy League trained pain specialist. Don't let neck, back, joint, or nerve pain slow you down from doing all the things that you want to do this time of year. Reclaim your active lifestyle. Call our friend Dr. Jay Shaw today at Samuel Payne. Dr. Jay Shaw treats joint, neck, back, sciatica, and nerve pain. Procedures involve no cuts, scars, incisions, or downtime. Call Dr. Jay Shaw to take a non-surgical approach with precise image-guided procedures without pain medications. Enjoy life pain-free. Same-day and next-day appointments available. Go to samwellpain.com. Put an end to your pain and suffering today. Why wait any longer? Make your appointment with Dr. Jay Shaw. Go to samwellpain.com. Regain your active lifestyle. Enjoy all of your favorite activities pain-free. Samwell Payne now has three convenient locations in Woodbridge, Livingston, and a brand-new office in Englewood to serve Bergen County. Visit samwellpain.com. You'll wish you met Dr. Shaw sooner. Most major insurances are accepted. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.